You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. Hi, I'm Nicole Goodman. And I'm Lauren Mishkan. Every Tuesday, we trial a different self-care practice and report back to you on the results. And on Friday, we're back in the studio to explore more of the world of wellness with the latest news, interviews, emails from our wonderful listeners and the Self-Care Book Club. Welcome back to Self-Care Club. Wellness Road Tested, the epilogue show. Hi, welcome to Friday's epilogue show where we're taking a deeper dive into this week's practice of spray tans. This mist has an ingredient in it called... Good luck with that. <laughs> There's a lot of letters. Deoxydrothenin acetone. No, I'm going to try. Go on. Dehydroxyacetone. That's the one! Yes! <laughs> so, to recap, you had never had a spray tan in your entire life. Never in my life. Never used a fake tan? No. I don't know what you do with all your spare time. If you're not training and you're not using fake tan, what the fuck are you doing? Reading books, gardening, oh. watching Real Housewives. Oh, thank God for that. That's the only reason we can be friends. Because <laughs> if it was reading books and gardening... You'd still love me. I, w- <laughs> I would, but we'd just be very... Well, we are very different. So, come on. Any more thoughts on the spray tan? Look... I, re- I I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the look of it. But luckily, it's been very, very hot. So as the the spray tan faded, the real tan came out. Came out. So I'm still brown. But it was nice, wasn't it? Because our legs were brown. My yeah. legs never go brown. Well, mine do. But I felt like I could really get them out as much as I get them out at yeah. my age. You know. Yeah. Stop saying at my age. Can I just say at my advanced age? Stop it. <laughs> Because because <laughs> you're 11 months older than me. I'm, I am 11 whole months older than yeah. you. And every time you refer to yourself as old, yeah. all I think is I'm older and yeah. I don't think of myself as old. I don't think of myself as old, but I also... You refer to yourself as old. I don't feel that I'm in the ballpark of, let's say, hot pants, micro minis. Definitely not. Okay. I don't, that's I, what I know, mean. Most people are not. Well, young people are. My, my daughter is. Okay. But she's 13. Okay. And I just think, you know, I look at her and I think, enjoy this. Enjoy it while you can. Yeah. Whilst you're innocent enough to not worry about it. Yeah. You know, she is starting to worry about it. She did ask me for a spray tan. Yes, she She did. She was desperate for a spray tan. And then she got in the car yesterday and said, oh, someone asked me if I'd had a spray tan at school. I mean, seriously. She said, I'm so happy. (laughs) She hadn't. You? Yeah, Mrs. Yeah, asked her when yeah. we when we went to do the spray tanning. Yeah, you asked her. Oh, Daisy, are you getting one too? And I, she was, was like, "Can half, I, Mummy? Can I?" I mommy? was half joking. Which I half? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think thirteen-year-olds should be getting spray tans. It's not appropriate. No, but it did start it's, off. It, oh, did, have I the questioning. opened the floodgate there? Well, it was kind of opening oh, up anyway. Dear, 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 dear. You also gave her a bit, sip of cocktail yes, at the party. Yes, I did. That's okay. So are you just going to be that? That's adult prerogative. One sip of one cocktail. Is that's that all right? Okay. I think that's okay. Okay. Is that the sort of auntie that you're going to be to Exactly. Her? Also, I don't, I think don't make anything the forbidden fruit because then it's so, so, so appealing. Like I've always let my kids dip their finger in the wine because I think then it's like not some 
unknown. I've thing. always been like that with food. Like just have what you want, but make healthy choices yeah. and you're good. Yeah. I, I draw the line at gin, but wine, <laughs> I don't mind them having a sip. So something came up yesterday mm. and a practice mm. called gin yoga. I have to do this. We have to do this. The com- I mean, just the gin bit. Not I'm not even it. interested in yoga. <laughs> <laughs> not interested in yoga. Yeah. Yeah. I'm big up for gin okay, yoga. We're going to do gin yoga. Right. Anyway, back to the spray yeah. tan. Um, one thing I notice is sometimes when it comes off, mm. it can get quite patchy. Oh, I didn't find I was patchy. No. Were you? Uh, not at all. No. But that is unusual because mm. normally you can see it coming off it kind of like flakes off oh, a bit okay i didn't as in you see it on your that. skin you don't see it around the house yeah, yeah, or anything yeah, yeah so i thought that was brilliant yeah i mean i have nothing to compare it to but as far as would you do it again i think i might <gasps> not regularly and not just for shits and giggles but if i had if something you, really you had a big party to go to maybe i would maybe yeah. Yeah. maybe yeah i mean i did feel nice but i wouldn't do it in the depths of winter cuz i'd worry that i'd look really odd against everybody else I think if it makes you feel good what, what difference but yeah I definitely you know it's now in my sort of yeah in my sign in your regime not in my regime your party regime but my party regime yeah yeah my full on party regime <laughs> <laughs> we did have a discussion on the main show of how many people we thought had had a spray tan yeah you thought mm. Nobody had had a spray tan, mm. didn't you? Did I? Yeah. Okay. You were like, oh, no one does this. Yeah. And I said, I reckon literally everybody does this. Yeah. So I put it to the test. And? I asked. The results are in. Come on. Should we have a drum roll of how many people have had or have used fake tan? Yeah. Come on. What do you reckon? Like 30% have done it. <laughs> It's actually lower than I thought. 73% said yes, of course. Wow. They've had spray. I don't know why. loads of people. Yes. This is not surprising. It is like wearing mascara. That is how common it is. Blimey. 27% said no and they never would. They never would. They said they never would. Hmm. So we were both wrong. Well, that's very unusual that I'm wrong on the polls. I know. How how annoying. You must be really pleased. <laughs> I feel very victorious. <laughs> we also discussed cold showers yes. on the show yeah. and our cold shower week. Yeah. And it came to light that you only shower like one and a half times a week. <laughs> a fortnight. Once a fortnight. Once a fortnight. I washed my I was, down with a flannel. I was really surprised you didn't shower every day. Yeah, you were really like horrified. And I was equally I horrified. horrified. I was just surprised. And I was equally horrified that you sometimes shower three times a day. When I'm hairdressing, yeah. I always feel caked in product and hair. Oh, fair enough. So when I finish hairdressing, I have a shower. Yeah. So that's two times a week. Yeah. That I do that. Yeah. Sometimes three. Yeah depending on what I can be bothered to do. You're in the gym like every I'm minute. in the gym five days a week. Fair enough, you have to shower after the gym, get it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I get up and shower. Yeah. I don't do that. Bit. I have been trying to shower a lot less. Why? I don't know. That's but... weird. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I've been trying to, well, you know, because I'm wasting water and, okay, you know, the effects that it has on the planet of me showering. Yeah. I just thought, well, I'll try, but it makes me very uncomfortable. Does it? Yeah. You I don't really need like, to be clean. I need to shower when I wake up. I need yeah. to shower after yeah. the gym. And sometimes if I've had sort of a very 
active day. I like to shower before I go to bed. So we we reckon that you averaged about 14 showers a week, yeah. possibly more, and I averaged about five. Yeah. And then we wanted to know if people thought it was weird. Yeah. Which of us was the weirdo? Yeah. I think you turned out to be more the weirdo than I did. me. I did. Yeah. Can you believe it? Uh, yeah, of course I can believe it. <laughs> Esme said, yeah. I think the four to five showers a week is much more normal than 14. However, I think washing your hair four to five times a week isn't good either. She also goes on to say that she loves the show, by the way. And she says her flatmate always gets annoyed at her because she can never wait a whole day to listen to it with her. Ah, she binge cheats. Yeah. Isn't that sweet? They listen to it together oh, when they're cooking dinner. Cute. Isn't that cute? Very cute. Sophie says uh, she showers around five to seven. She tries not to have too many so that she doesn't waste water. Very thoughtful. So thank you for that, Sophie, because that... So that struck a chord with me and I thought I'm going to try and but shower But you did say your showers are very quick. You said you're just three minutes in and out. How long are you in the shower for? I'm actually quite a long time in the shower, I'd say. Doing what? Wash my hair, wash my body, maybe do a bit of exfoliating, condition my hair, stand in the shower while the conditioner's in my hair, then rinse it out. Mm. You know, the conditioner that's does quite need a lot of water. Yeah. And I'm not like one of those people who puts the conditioner in, turns the water off, stands there in the shower with no water, because that's weird. I used to use a fake tan, yeah. considering it's fake tan week. Saint-Tropez do it, and it's called like a shower wash. Mm. Mm. And you put it on mm. after you've cleaned your body. Mm -hmm. You're wet. Yeah. You put it on, and then you have to stand there for like four minutes whilst right. it takes. Yeah. But the thing is, you can't get out the shower and put a towel over you, because no. you've got all this fake tan all over yeah. you. So you're literally standing there. I can't tell. It's the slowest four minutes of yeah. your entire yeah. life. Slower than a treadmill four minutes, I would say. I can imagine for you that's quite painful, having to stand in a shower booth for four minutes doing nothing. <laughs> you feel like you've wasted half your day. I was like, what is the point of my life? <laughs> you're so impatient. And I never used it again. And the thing is, is that it didn't make any difference. I was never browner. <laughs> Sarah said 14. She agrees with 14. Yep, okay. She's not sure whose side that is on. That is mine. Yep, that is yours. Thank you, Sarah. Catherine says she normally showers seven times a week, one every morning with the occasional evening one if she's been hiking, etc. or if she's a bit sticky. Fair enough. So, okay. So I think it's safe to say that you are the normal one and I am the abnormal one. That doesn't surprise me, Nicole. It does to me. There's one more here. Oh, yeah. Actually, that I've just yeah. seen. Yeah. Um, she says she just wants to reply about the feedback request for the showers. Yeah. I live in Scotland and it is fair to say we don't get many hot, sweaty days here generally, no. so I can happily shower three to four times a week. Mm -hmm. However, I do exercise four or five times a week and will always shower my body after and use dry shampoo spray. Mm -hmm. But I don't always use soap. Just water is fine to keep my natural body oils. I think it is totally normal to shower every second day and I agree we have an obsession with body cleanliness and body odours. When I lived in sunny Spain, I easily showered twice a day. My hair was not happy with that, though. Yeah. I don't understand the bit about the dry shampoo spray. She's not using that on her body, I, I assume. I had heard, please, I mean, maybe we're going back to shampoo masterclass like last week. <laughs> but I had heard, I believe my mother told me this, that her hairdresser said that when you've just washed your hair and you're blow drying it, put a little bit of dry shampoo in. Anyway, and it really keeps the blow dry. Yeah, it would do. Thoughts? Yes, it okay. would do. So I think that's what she's doing. What it will do is yeah. keep the volume. I see. Okay. Because it's tacky. Right. So if you put it in at the root, yeah. it will keep the the lift right. up at the root. But it will feel 
tacky. I think that's what this lady is doing then. Yeah, I thought she was using dry shampoo spray on her body, which I couldn't understand. I don't think she's doing that. No. Well, that is our self-tanning week in full. Thank you for being in touch. Please keep your messages coming in. Tell us your thoughts and experiences on the week's practice and any other practices you'd like us to try. You could email us if you like at hello at theselfcareclub.co.uk or find us on Instagram selfcareclubpod. We're going to take a short break and we'll be back here for our wellness news flash. You're a podcast listener and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. Wellness News Flash. Right. We seem to be like carrying on with the, the hairdressing masterclasses here. We're on, we're on a running theme, are we? Yeah. Why? Well, what's our well? The news the flash? wellness news flash this week is called the Grey Formation. Why women are going back to their roots, and this ooh. is ooh. what's Grey Formation stand for? Grey Formation, like reformation, reformation. What's well? It? This is from the Times, and now I want to know what the play on words is. Grey Formation, transformation. Got it. Lockdown has had a silver lining. Women are banishing the bottle and letting their greys grow and they're doing it in style. The acronym is GAP, grey and proud, and it is the colour mood of the moment. Mm. Move aside, strawberry blondes and chocolate brunettes. The post-pandemic Pantone colour for hair is 50 shades (laughs) of grey. Clever. Very clever. Clever. There's been an incredible rise in women embracing their natural greys lately, says Shona Bain, signature colourist at Geely Green Hairdresser in Marylebone. For a lot of women, lockdown was the perfect opportunity to finally grow out that tint they've been having every six weeks. It's given people a chance to see their natural colour and most of my clients who would have wanted every white covered are now happy to see greys. Celebrities are getting in on the action too. Mary Berry, who's 86, has recently swapped her golden bob for an icy snow blonde And the actress Tamsin Gregg, who's 54, has given up the bleach bottle. And Hollywood star Andy McDowell, 63, took to Instagram to announce that her kids persuaded her to give her curls a silver siren makeover. Mm-hmm. Things have come a long way since lockdown began when we were hurled into colour chaos. Our long-standing safety blanket of colour appointments was put on the red list and sales of at-home hair powders and brushes and wands and touch-up sprays soared. We spent hours glued to YouTube looking at how-to videos and learnt techniques like root blotting, blending and smudging. You even did a colour tutorial on Instagram. No, it's on Facebook. Oh, it was on Facebook. I watched it. Yeah, it's good. It's good. So if you are colouring your hair at home, go, go find it. Yes. But... By the latest lockdown, something different was emerging. Enter the era of statement grey, a term coined by Zoe Irwin, Weller Professionals colour trend expert, in response to the rise of women choosing grey rather than being stuck with it. Women now want to embrace their natural hair colour, but they need to feel like it matches who they are and the way they wear their clothes, she said. The hairstylist Larry King adds, it's no longer seen as an old colour. It's being treated more like a different colour. For example, colour menus now list grey in the same category as blue, green and pink. (laughs) It's no secret that grey traditionally held old lady connotations. It is still learnt behaviour to associate it with ageing or not taking care of our appearances. Well, it it is associated with ageing because Because it is part of the ageing process. Yes. 
We seem to celebrate grey-haired men by calling them silver foxes, but women just get called Granny Grey. That is so true. Isn't it? What the fuck? That is so true. Mm -hmm. It's just so unbalanced. But now, women across the country have taken a liberating let-it-be approach. Life's too short, says beauty industry PR Barbie Simpson. And the biggest revelation is my husband doesn't mind either way. (laughs) Oh, good. Well, as long as the husbands don't mind, eh? (laughs) Eh? Inessa Jones, 32, had the lockdown epiphany that grey is in fact cool. I'm young and I'm seeing it as a power move. My long-term relationship with hair colour upkeep is officially over. Lovely. What are your thoughts? I have lots of thoughts. Come on then. So uh, in one of the celebrations a couple of weeks ago, Adam's aunt turned up and I hadn't seen her and she'd gone Mm grey. Now she is a very cool lady. Mm -hmm. She's got a very signature style. Age bracket? Uh, 60. Okay. I would say early 60s. Yeah. Very attractive. Mm -hmm. Um, But she's very cool. Yeah. And she's gorgeous and she's lovely and she's always had big curly hair in a bob. Mm -hmm. So she's got a very specific look yeah. anyway she'd let her color grow out yeah and she looked fantastic was it white yes yeah that's the difference she looked fresher mm-hmm. she looked more natural of course and she was really rocking it mm. really rocking it mm. i have seen other people grow their hair out and on some people it is aging whether i, I know i'm going against what they've said in the times but it is aging on some people i think you need to have if you are young, yeah. if you are a young woman, yeah. let's say in your 40s and 50s, yeah. and you decide to grow your colour out, mm-hmm. firstly, I applaud you mm. because it takes up a lot of time and a lot of finance yeah. to keep colouring yeah. your hair. Yeah. Some people have to come to me every three weeks. Wow. I've taught people how to colour their hair at home because mm. it is so expensive. Yeah. Um, but it, if you are going to have grey hair slash white hair, you've got to have a look. Okay. So if you're just going to have long hair yeah. and it's white, yeah. it, it will age you. What unless you you've got really good hair. Those young girls, I mean, the young girls, like in their mid-twenties, who choose to like strip all their hair colour out and have it that like white grey. Well, most people in their twenties don't have white hair. But I've seen it quite a lot. I mean, they do it on purpose. You well, know, they're they colouring s- it. Yeah, they're colouring it. Grey. Yeah, what but then it's, it's a different tone yeah. and it's a different look. It's a very different look. But it seems quite... That's like bleached up to the yeah, lines. Yeah. So it's funkier. Yeah. Generally, because it's more of a blanket colour and you can see that it's not natural. Yeah. So I think we're talking about a different thing. A little, uh, another little masterclass on yeah. grey hair. Do you know why you go grey? Because you're heading towards the grave. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> no. Why? And every woman always asks me, why does it always come right at the front of my hair? Because as your skin ages... The white hair is supposed to illuminate your skin. Right. It's Mother Nature. Okay. But what we do is we go against Mother Nature and stick loads of colour on it. Mm. So on some women, I think it is elegant and beautiful and stylish and gorgeous. And on other women, I think it is quite ageing. How do you know if you're the stylish gorgeous or if you're the ageing type? How do you know? I think you need to have a haircut with it. Okay. So you need a strong look, a strong haircut. Like Helen Mirren, she looks amazing. Exactly. Yeah. I think she needs a strong look. Like uh, Judy Dench. Yeah. You know, she can carry this thing off. She's always had a very cool little pixie cut going on. It needs a look. It's not to say it needs to be short. It just needs to be in a style. Would you ever do it? No. Why not? Um, I don't like seeing white hair on my head. I haven't got enough. 
So it wouldn't be enough of a look for me. Mm. I have got a friend. She listens to the show, Nikki. She lives in Canada. She's mm-hmm. let her hair go. Mm-hmm. And she's not completely white. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of all streaks of yeah. grey. Yeah. And it, again, she's very boho-y. She's very natural. Suits it, her. It really works for her. Yeah. I think you've just got to get your style around it to rock it, mm. is what I would say. Okay. What are your thoughts on this? You know how low maintenance I am. Yeah, but never had a spray tan in my life. Yeah, but, but you also don't like having grey hair. I've got a real thing about it, and I also don't have very many. I have them up, sort of up above my ears, but underneath, I don't really have any in my parting yet. So you can't see it unless my hair's up. But when they come through, and I see them when I'm brushing my hair or I've washed it, I, it really bothers me. Really bothers it, me to my core. What what bothers you? Because it is such um, an obvious visual reminder that my body is aging and I do not like it. But the thing is also, we've said on the show a few times that ageing is such a privilege. It is, but it's it's so stark. And I think it is that thing that you see white hair and you instantly in your mind, you go old. Yeah. That's the connotation. But what I love about this article is that they're rebranding it. Well, yeah. As it's a not power that, play. As a power play. Yeah. I think that's absolutely brilliant. And that people are choosing to be grey. But isn't it funny? Because there's no man really who's gone grey who you would go, well, now he's grey. I don't really find him attractive anymore. I mean, if anything. Look I'm, at George Clooney. Oh, Martin Kemp. Martin, I mean, Martin Kemp. I mean, he's not people. really for me, but I'm just thinking about men who've just gone grey. And I'm like, yeah. I'm, Philip Schofield. He's, again, not for me and neither am I for him. But... I don't mind it, but no one ever says like, oh yeah, she looks gorgeous now. She's great. You know, they, they do with some people. It's a bit of an unfair, bit, an unfair slant. Another one. Another one. Yeah. Another one. Just another one. To so to I play. think to sum up, I think if you're going to do it, just do it in a, as stylish way as you can so that it doesn't age you. Mm. Okay. Another hairdressing masterclass. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> It's a sub-podcast. It's a sub-genre of the self-care club. <laughs> we did actually get a few uh, a few messages on Instagram. Quite a lot of hairdressing questions yeah. came in for you, yes. Yeah, there's a few I need to reply <laughs> to still, actually. It's the book club. Uh, just a reminder that our book club is running and it's running every month. We are reading Burnt Out by Selena Barker at the end of the month. She's going to be here for a bonus episode. We're really looking forward to speaking with her. Have you read it? Yeah. How did you find it? interesting go on but I don't really have one of those high-powered jobs where I'm like in the office at five and I've got zoom meetings till eight and then a dinner at the shard why are you doing so, a weird because radio that's voice the power voice of someone who's very busy <laughs> don't shout you know so, <laughs> I, so if you're burnt out apparently you are shouting at what everybody. I'm saying is I don't feel very burnt out so I appreciated the sentiments. We'll talk about this really when we talk to Selena, but it doesn't resonate with me hugely because I don't feel like I'm burnt out. Okay. Thankfully. Funnily enough, I mean, I don't have one of those jobs either, but there are points where I do feel burnt out. And before I think that's they... more overwhelm. Well, isn't that the same thing? Don't I know. don't think it's very different. We'll talk to Selena about it. It's a very month. beautiful book. Yes, it is. It looks it's lovely. All the graphics mm. and the design is mm. absolutely beautiful. Mm. I think she's done a... A grand job with that. Mm. What you do for your self-care, Lauren? Back to gardening. <laughs> it's like our gardening week, but better. Why is it better? Because you're doing it on your own. Because I'm not in lockdown. Yeah. Because I'm not doing it as like something to keep Josh 
and myself busy and occupied. I'm just doing it for pleasure Aww. rather than necessity yeah. of finding a lockdown activity. Um, and it's really expensive gardening. Well, getting a gardener is impossible right now. They're all free as of October onwards, which Why? is a bit useless because they're so busy because everyone's at home and wants their garden to look nice. So, you, I mean, finding a gardener is like finding a needle in a haystack. So that's another reason why I'm doing it myself. Um, Don't you have a gardener anyway? Haven't you always had <laughs> a gardener? They're very busy. They're very busy. I've literally had the same gardener for like they are so forever. Busy. Uh, I'm just stupidly... Sorry, I didn't mean to show off. I'm stupidly proud of myself. You should be a look gorgeous. I showed you yesterday. Yeah. I was so proud, wasn't I? Because that is manual labour. I love it. Yeah. And um, you're going on about how strong you were and you're lifting all the soil. I and... lifted 10 bags of compost. Yeah. They were massive. Yeah. It was just great. Saeed and... would be so proud. I know. I, I, I got proper like down and dirty in the soil. I had a shower afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you put the graft in and then you just get to sit back and reap the benefits. And, and you watch put a lovely grow. post on Instagram of a bunch of flowers that you'd grown yourself. I've grown peonies. I've been growing them for the last three years and they came into full bloom and I cut some, put them in my kitchen. I mean, honestly. That is so gorgeous. I've got joy from the garden. I know. Real joy. And I have joy watching your joy. Thank you. It's really so lovely. So that's my self-care. What have you been doing for yours? Um, well, I've still been in this party mode. Yes. We had another party on Sunday. The celebrations are now finished. I'm delighted you're like the queen it's been oh. like <laughs> it's been delightful and gorgeous but i am tired yeah. burnt out some might say um i'm just trying to get back into my training the last couple of weeks it's taken a bit of a hit um so i didn't go to as many sessions as i would have liked mm. and i'm still doing the cold showers yeah i am too loving that mm. i even washed my hair, rinsed my hair with the cold oh, water. Oh, you went there. You I went, went there. there. And I was okay. making all these funny noises to the point where my husband <laughs> ran in and said, what's the matter? Said, oh, I'm just having a cold shower. Um, and I'm still sleeping on the grounding sheet. Yeah, I am too. I actually can't get off the grounding the sheet. The dog also cannot get... He is obsessed with the grounding sheet, the dog. I find that so incredible. How does he know? He's he, a dog. Exactly. It's, it, it's unbelievable. Every morning I wake up to find him with his head on a pillow and his whole body down the length of the bed on my fucking sheet. <laughs> like, do you know this sheet is 160 pounds, you furry bastard? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently he does know. He's obsessed with it. Oh, I literally take it off my bed yeah. and can't get it in the washing machine and out quick enough. And then put it straight back on the put bed. Put it straight back on. There might be a couple of nights, mm. changeover, mm. and I really don't like it. I'm so becoming funny. weirdly dependent you on this sheet. You might need another one. I think I need another one. I'm going to get another one. And I want to get them for the girls. Yeah. It's become a weird thing. So my mum got a grounding sheet. Yeah. Have I mentioned this? No. So she got a grounding sheet after she listened to the show yeah. on grounding. Yeah. By the way, if you're listening at home, we did a week on grounding. Go back and have a listen so this will make a bit more sense. And she gets aches and pains and things mm. like that. And so she slept on it. And she said, oh, it didn't make any difference. So she took it off. Mm. And she's like, it was a waste of time. And I said, well, did you not feel any better? No. And I said, well, how were your aches and pains when you took the sheet off and slept on a normal sheet? Yeah, she goes, yeah they were worse. <laughs> I said, mum, it's a really subtle thing. Yeah. It's not like you suddenly wake up feeling like you've been to a spa. It's no. not like that. But it just made me laugh because there was a change, but she just she didn't, really didn't acknowledge, acknowledge it. it. No. Yeah. No. So if you are going to go for the grounding sheet, just know that it is subtle, but... Powerful. Yeah, it's really powerful. What um what podcasts are you listening to? Uh 
I'm listening to I'm Absolutely Fine by the Middelt. Um, the oh, mid God, I haven't yeah. said ages. The Middelt is uh, Annabelle Rivkin and Emily McMeekin. Um, it is the podcast of their column. And they've got great guests, Claudia Winkleman, Anya Hinmarch, Anna Matha, great tips on things like beauty buys. They did a brilliant load of um, podcasts during lockdown. They really went into it. And it's just, you know, it's a nice, easy listen, nice. very relatable. Yeah. Really enjoying that. What are you listening to? Um, nothing new. Okay. I'm kind of doing the off menu thing. I'm so happy. Yeah. So I listened to Rafe. What's his name? Oh, Rafe's Ball. That was a brilliant episode. I mean, I just love him. I know. Don't he's you like so want to have dinner with him? He's like a cross between Ricky Gervais and Danny Dyer. He's so funny. I, I've never even seen him in anything. And he really knows his food. He really knows his food. Yeah. And I like that he orders for the... Anyway, so he that was brilliant. Table. Yeah. I'm still listening to Glenn and Dor. We can do hard things. Yeah. Loving that. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm still doing the Dr. Chatterjee. Mm -hmm. I'm doing a bit of Jay Shetty. Fern Cotton was on there this week. That mm -hmm. was a nice listen. Just my usuals. Your usuals. My usuals. Yeah. Okay. Nice. What have we got coming up on next week's show? Dong. That's the clue. Okay. I. You know what I think we should do? What? I think we should just do clues now. Clues? Yeah. Okay. For next week's show. And then okay. people have to message yes. us on yes, Instagram or email us and guess. Okay. Do you think they need more of a clue? You, you do a clue. I, well, I wanted to do running water, but I, there isn't any in here. No. You have to do a, a, a clue just with your own voice. <laughs> Ding. Okay, well, you've done that now. Okay. Okay. So there's your clue. What do you think? <laughs> you can message us hello at selfcareclub.co.uk or find us on Instagram at selfcareclubpod. Thank you so much for listening today. Please keep your messages coming in. We absolutely love having the feedback from you guys. It really helps us deliver a better show for you. If you want to go and write us a review on Apple Podcasts, they are absolutely imperative to keep yes. growing the show. So please do go take a moment and review us. Obviously, only a nice review. If you've got anything bad to say, keep it to yourself. Don't bother. Um, we'll be back on Tuesday for our main show of Dong. It's quite an that obvious one. That was good. One. That was good. Was that good? Yeah. Someone did guess last week for our show. They we did. Had, we had pssss. Yeah. And, and the fact I'd lost my bra. You'd lost your bra and Ross from Friends. And Ross from Friends. Yes, she guessed only it. Only one person guessed yeah, it. she guessed it. So keep them coming in thank you we'll be back on Tuesday up your self care and we'll speak to you soon bye bye Self Care Club is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network Hello, it's Mr. P here. And the other Mr. P. And we are the hosts of Two Mr. P's in a Podcast. The educational podcast where you don't actually learn a thing. No, instead we explore the weird, wonderful and downright hilarious things that happen in school from people actually doing the job. We reminisce on our own time at school, funny things we experience each day. And of course, we share your hilarious stories from the chalk face. So if you work in a school or just want a nostalgic trip down memory lane, sit up straight, fingers on lips, and get ready for the lesson. The 
a Kind podcast explores how to feel happier, more confident and empowered in your motherhood, even in our world of pressure, judgment and comparison. I'm your host, Zoe Blasky, and every week I speak to an incredible expert to share actionable steps and powerful lessons to living your life as a mother with more joy and unapologetic confidence. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Mother Kind. Mother Kind.